We've got a great worship team, haven't we? Incredible worship team. How is everyone? Good? It's good to be in God's house, isn't it? Yeah? It's really good to be in God's house. Oh, Samuel, I need you for a second. Sorry. Don't go anywhere. Before I share um, my message this morning, we just want to do a quick little presentation. So if Grace and Laurie can come up, that would be great. And Samuel, you can do what you need to do for me, please. <laughs> so we love these guys. They are amazing. They have been on the journey with us for quite a while now, about seven years we were discussing at dinner the other night. So they have just um, loved us, championed us, brought a whole lot of, I know, you've got to wait, let me share. <laughs> brought a whole lot of passion for Jesus, which has been so contagious and we have loved that. So they are moving to Geelong on Tuesday, but, but, but we're not losing them. Oh, thank you, Samuel. We're not losing them. They love us so much. They love our church family so much that they're going to commute on Sundays so they can be here with us. Yay! <laughs> Which we're so excited about because I was starting to get very emotional at how much I would be missing them. So we're so happy that, um, that we're not going to be missing you and you're still going to be here. But um, I guess we want to bless the journey and bless the move and... Bless everything that God has for you in this new season. And um, I'm sure we're all welcome to go visit them in sunshiny Geelong. <laughs> it's four degrees warmer, Grace has shared. That's very, very by, important. By nine o'clock in the morning, it's our top temperature. Yes, so that's very important. Oh, yep. So Sunday, anyone who would like to pray for Grace's new home is welcome to visit in Geelong after church. And there's venison, barbecue, lots of food. So, yeah, please feel free to come along and bless them. But we just wanted to give you some gifts and remind you how much we love you. And we just bless this new season. May it be magnificent, amazing. May it bring you great joy. Be it every, may it be everything that God has planned. I love you guys. I said to Samuel, I'll be getting flowers. And he goes, well, what about Laurie? I said, that's right, what about Laurie? So we rang the chocolate shop. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yeah? Okay, this is really exciting. This is really good. God's got some big stuff planned this morning. So who gets excited when they hear the word disappointment? <laughs> Do you get excited when you hear the word disappointment? It's not, you don't really do you. It's not one of my favourite words. Um, in fact, I'm probably, I'm definitely not a fan of disappointment at all. Um, it's not something that we want to experience in life, is it? But the truth and the reality is that every single one of us experience disappointment and hurt and pain at some time, Yes. Can we all agree on that? Yeah? So has anyone ever been disappointed? Yes? Yes? Has anyone ever not been disappointed? 
That's right. See, it comes to all of us. So we can all agree disappointment is a reality that we've, um, that we've all shared in. So what does disappointment feel like? Does it feel good? No. It's pretty horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's not fun at all. So the dictionary meaning for disappointment is the feeling of sadness or displeasure caused by the defeat of one's hopes and expectations. It's okay, it's going to get better, I promise. <laughs> so, but there are different kinds of disappointment in life, aren't there? So there's one kind of disappointment where we're disappointed that our football team lost on the weekend or I'm disappointed I didn't get out of bed and make it to the gym today. I'm disappointed that my favourite chocolate is not on special this week. Yeah, there's, some, there's different kinds of disappointments. We can be disappointed that um, we were sick and couldn't catch up with a friend this week that we were really looking forward to seeing. Um, we can be disappointed that you didn't get to eat breakfast before you came to church this morning. So, but that's the kind of disappointment that it's a whole lot easier to get over, yeah? It's not too hard to get over that kind of disappointment. We feel a little bit of disappointment, but then we're over it. We hope the Bulldogs will play better next week, although they haven't been very disappointing this year. I think they've had one loss in about eight wins, so... Yeah, go doggies. I've been loving it. Then there is a whole other level of disappointment. And that's the kind of disappointment that cuts really deep. Yeah? It's painful and it wounds us deeply. It can kind of just knock the wind out of us and rob us of our hope. That's the kind of disappointment that I'm really not a fan of. Yeah, you have a chronic illness. That's really disappointing, isn't it? Your marriage is just bringing you heartache, not any joy. You lost a precious relationship or friendship. That's really disappointing. Your child is sick or they have a disability. These are very real things that lots of us feel and experience. Your kids or your partner are not walking with Jesus. Your parents didn't love you how they should have loved you. You're still struggling with your mental health. Yeah, there's a whole lot of things in life that can be really disappointing. All those hopes and dreams that you had, are they ever actually going to come to pass? Or my life has just not turned out the way I pictured it and that's really disappointing. And when we experience disappointment in areas of our life, that are really important to us, it hurts, doesn't it? It hurts deeply, it cuts deeply, it causes us incredible amounts of pain and heartache. Sometimes it hurts so much that we don't even know what to do with this pain that we're feeling or, or how to make that better. Can anyone relate? <laughs> yeah? I've been there lots of times, laying on the floor, gut-wrenching, crying, wondering how am I ever going to make this feel better or how am I going to stop this pain that I'm feeling. And then often without even realising it, because we're so disappointed, we can stop hoping, yeah? And we stop hoping things will get better. We stop hoping things will change. 
we stop looking towards this great future that God's promised us. We forget the dreams and the visions that God has given us. And our days kind of become about surviving rather than thriving. And we forget that God promises, I'll say that again, we forget that God promises to heal the brokenhearted. Yeah? That's a promise of God. Psalm 149 verse 3 says, God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That's the NIV version. The Passion Translation version says, He heals the wounds of every shattered heart. Wow. That's a promise, isn't it? That's a promise. Who's ever had a shattered heart? We can just put up two hands. But he heal, his promise is to heal your shattered heart. He promises to heal the brokenhearted. He doesn't leave us in our pain. He doesn't leave us in our suffering. But he comes to heal those broken places. So in that place of disappointment, without even realising it, suddenly we're expecting less. Yeah, We're expecting less. We're settling for less. Um, We've lowered our expectations. We're dreaming less. Yeah? Or some of us have even stopped dreaming completely because disappointment has just hit us so hard. And there's no condemnation. Yeah? If you feel like you're in that place, I'm actually just sharing reality. So I've been there. When my dad died a few years ago, the pain was crippling. You know, it, it totally wiped me out. There was nothing left in me. So even the thought of going food shopping and cooking a meal for my family was completely overwhelming, yeah? I was so depleted on the inside. And, you know, I was so crippled by pain, but I actually had no idea of how do I deal with this? How do I step into a place of healing? What, what do I do with this disappointment and pain I'm feeling right now? And when we're in those places, without even realising it, we stop pressing into the God dream, yeah? We lose sight of it. Or we may even stop believing for some of the promises God has for us. Yeah, those places of pain and disappointment are real, yeah? And we all experience them and we all feel them on the journey of life. But the beautiful thing about God is we all experience them, we all feel them, we all go through them, but God does not want us to take up residence in those places. God does not want us to live permanently in those places. He has healing, he has restoration, he has hope, he has God dream. So we experience it, yes. We feel it, yes, and it's gut-wrenching and it's horrendous and it's horrible. But the reality is that we experience it, yeah? But God has healing and restoration. Ephesians 3 verse 20 in the message says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. 
Glory to God in the church. Glory to God in the Messiah in Jesus. Glory down all the generations. Glory through all millennia. Oh, yes. Wow. So the NLV says, God is able to do much more than we ask or think through his power working within us. These are God's words. They're not mine. These are God's promises. The NLT says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us. That's you and that's me. That's the us. We are the us, yeah? There's other us's, but today you're the us, yeah? So his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Come on, how good is this? So what does God want to accomplish in and through you? Because these are some pretty radical promises. These are some pretty radical words. The Passion Translation says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energises you. Wow. Wow. So what are you dreaming about this morning? Yeah? What are you dreaming about this morning? What are your God dreams this morning? Because God wants to stir up some dreams in our hearts today. God wants to stir up some dreams. God wants to release some dreams. God wants to reframe the picture we're looking at. So, does God lie? No? God doesn't lie. So God always tells the truth. Okay, so when we read, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this, is that truth? Yeah, that's truth. It's not just a nice saying. Yeah, it's not just something we quote. It's the truth for your life. It's the truth of what God wants to do in you and through you. Infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imaginations. We should have some crazy dreams going on, yeah? We should have some crazy, wild, amazing, seemingly impossible, I can't do this with our God, but he's partnering with me. So this dream, even though it looks totally impossible, I can do it because God's with me. I can do it because his power is in me, yeah? Right, I'm getting passionate. I have to smile, get too serious. (laughs) So I want you to close your eyes because I'm actually going to read to you some of God's truth for your life. And I want you to allow the Father's words to sink deep into your heart and spirit. I want you to hear as God speaks his truth about you into your life. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts towards you are as countless as the sand on the seashore. He's thinking about you all the time. I rejoice over you with singing. 
I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvellous things. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. I am your Father and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. He came to demonstrate that I am for you and not against you and nothing will ever separate you from my love. I have prepared a path for you. I want you to start dreaming again. I want your dreams to exceed your wildest imaginations, your greatest hopes. I want you to dream bigger than you ever have before. I have creative solutions, new ideas and new ways of thinking. I have heavenly blueprints just waiting for you to engage your faith and dream again. You can open your eyes. It's got a whole lot of plans for you, yeah? It's got a whole lot of dreams for you. When I was a teenage girl, I had the art of dreaming down pat. Okay? I dreamt about my night in shining armour that would come and sweep me off my feet <laughs> and my whole life would just be perfect, yeah? I dreamt about the riches I would have the mansion I would live in, <laughs> the people I would have serving me, the fabulous clothes that I would wear all the time. I even dreamt about having African babies because I didn't want white freckly babies like me who gets burnt in the sun in 10 minutes. So I decided that I needed to have African babies so they weren't albino. Anyway, I married an Italian, so it's good because my children do tan, which is wonderful. I fake tan, they actually tan. <laughs> so I dreamt, you know, I dreamt about being successful and kicking goals and winning in life. And so I dreamt and I dreamt and I dreamt. I was really good at dreaming. We dream a lot when we're kids, don't we? I think it's a real art form that God doesn't want us to lose because sometimes we dream as children and then we just become uh, what we think is realistic when we get older. But I really believe that God wants us to keep dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. So when I became a Christian, my dreams changed and I dreamt of sharing the love of God with people. I dreamt of seeing people healed and restored and, and knowing how valuable and loved they are. I dreamt of being in full-time ministry. I, I dreamt of sharing the gospel with people. You know, that's what I actually dreamt of. I dreamt of living the God dream and not allowing anything to limit that. So what are your God dreams? Yeah? What are your God dreams? 
What are your crazy, wild, wonderful dreams that God is stirring in your heart? Because I really believe that he just wants us to go for it. He doesn't give us dreams so we can just push them to the side and allow disappointment and pain to invade that and to lose sight of that. He gives us dreams because he actually wants us to step out by faith and live those dreams. Because the truth of real life is at times we get disappointed and it hurts. And because it hurts, and we don't want to get hurt again, yeah, because who wants to get hurt again? If you've already been hurt, you don't want to get hurt again. You don't, you're like, oh my gosh, do I have to put myself out there again? Do I have to open my heart again? Do I have to take a chance again? What's going to happen to my heart this time? So in, in our natural selves, we don't want to get hurt again. So we can shut ourselves down. We can lower our expectation. We can lose a bit, little bit of hope. And then before we know it, we're not dreaming like we once were. Can I speak truth this morning? Do you want to hear some truth? Yeah? God wants to do something new today. God wants to do something brand new today. He wants to remind you of dreams you've had. He wants to give you dreams for the very first time. He wants to breathe afresh and release new dreams in your heart today. I'm declaring that in God's house because he has been stirring that up. So I want to read to you from Isaiah 43, verses 16 to 19 in the NIV. This is what the Lord says. Okay? This is what God's saying to us this morning. This is what God's saying to you this morning. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. We need to repeat that bit, I think. Forget the former things. Forget the former things. Does God want us to look backwards or forwards? God speaks to us about our future. He speaks to us about our dreams. He speaks to us about where he's taking us, yes? He heals the brokenhearted and then he propels us forward. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing, yeah? Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you perceive it? Do you feel it? Because I feel it. I've been feeling it for months. Do you feel that stirring? Do you feel the God stirring? Do you sense it in your inner man that God is doing something radical, yeah? God is at work. He is moving. He is releasing. He is drawing people to himself. Now is the time to step out in faith. Now is the time to dream the dream. Now is the time to say, yes, Lord, I want that. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing in our hearts, in our lives, in this house. God is doing a brand new thing. Places that have been dry and parched and have felt lifeless, God is making a way. 
God is doing a new thing. How cool is that? Very cool. So the worship team, if you can come up, that'd be great. I'm going to keep sharing for a little bit. So I want to share a quote with you. Is that okay? It's a really good quote. It's by Jody Hughes. I love Jodie Hughes. Highly recommend you get her book. Definitely one of the best books I've ever read. So this is her quote. It's time to dream with abandon once more and stir hope for what is yet possible and build what hasn't yet existed. Wow. Dreaming doesn't just activate hope and provoke creative juices, it stirs faith to go where we've never been before. Wow, who wants to go where they've never been before? Yeah, I want to go where we've never been before. I want to see the God dream fulfilled. Ephesians 3.20, more than we can hope, dream and imagine. God wants us to dream big. God wants us to dream again. God wants us to get a hold of that dream and run with it and step out in faith. I want to pray a blessing over you today, okay? You ready? Just be prepared to receive. You can put your hands out. You can open your heart. I would just suggest get as open as possible because God really wants to do something. I'm blessing you to dream again, hope again and thrive again in Jesus' name. I'm blessing you to build again and enter brand new territory. I pray blessing over your creativity and a fresh release of heaven's strategies for the new. I decree change has come to every area of your life. God is realigning and swift acceleration is on your promises. I ask the Lord to bless you and as you let go of all that is unnecessary and unhelpful as you move into new strategy and breakthrough. I'm blessing you to dream with the Lord. Come on, I'm blessing you to dream with the Lord of the remarkable days that you are journeying into. I pray God's mighty power in you to achieve infinitely more than your wildest imagination. I decree impartation to pioneer establish new breakthroughs and dream the dreams of God on the earth. Who wants to dream the dreams of God on the earth? I want to dream the dreams of God on the earth. I want to be a part of that, yeah? I want to be a vessel for that to happen. So we're going to open the altar and we're going to pray in those God dreams, yeah? If you want to dream again, or you want to get a God dream, the altar is open. If you want to reawaken dreams that you once had, the altar is open. If you want to surrender disappointment and pain, the Lord is right here to take that from you. Proverbs 29 verse 18 
in the King James Version says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Yeah, where there is no vision, the people perish. We are created to be moving forward towards our God dreams. Our God dreams keep us moving towards all the Lord has for us. God has a dream just for you. Did you know that? God has a dream just for you. He has a specific dream. He has something for you that no one else can do. He has a dream for you that's yours. When He knit you together in your mother's womb, when He created you, He birthed that God dream. God has a dream only you can fulfill. Yeah, God needs you. Yeah, we are the hands and feet of Jesus extended on planet Earth. When I heard with that, where there is no vision, the people perish years ago, I was like, God, I need a God dream. Give me a God dream, Lord. What's my dream? What's my vision? And I asked Him and I asked Him because I'm like, I don't want to perish. I want to move towards what you have for me. I want to live in the fullness of the God dream that you've purposed in my life. And I remember I asked him and I asked him and I asked him till he gave me that dream. So if you don't have a dream, that's okay. Let's ask the Lord for one this morning, yeah? Let's ask the Lord for one this morning. Because I want to spend my life moving towards the God dream. What about you? Yeah, what about you? If some of our prayer team can come and pray, that would be amazing while our worship team plays. Thanks, guys.